Hello, hello. As a pelvic floor PT, I often hear misinformation about the pelvic floor. I also encounter a lot of women who know nothing or very little about their pelvic floor. I believe strongly that knowledge is power, and so I am very, very excited to start a series in which I dispel some of the common myths that I see people coming in with, things that they believe are true, um, normal parts of aging or normal effects of having children. So I am so excited to, to start the series. And as I go through, if you feel like I'm speaking to you or have any questions come up, just sit tight because at the end, I will give you some really good resources for you to find a pelvic physical therapist that's local in your area or to look more into these topics. So I will give that at the end of each of these episodes that I do, but I will also have them in the show notes and update those show notes as I get more resources. So feel free to check back as often as you need to about any of these topics. So First, let's start with what is the pelvic floor, okay? So the area between the pubic bone and the front, so if you feel down at the bottom of your body where your trunk meets your legs and there should be a really hard spot right at the very bottom in the front, that's your pubic bone. So between that bone in the front and your tailbone and your coccyx in the back, that area there contains a group of muscles, connective tissue, and nerves. There's also fascia and obviously skin. Lots of tissues are down there, but that all together is referred to as the pelvic floor. The pelvic floor is responsible for sexual function, orgasm, holding in urine and stool, supporting all of our organs just because it's at the bottom of our body. You can think of it like a bowl, really, that's supporting and holding everything up. And it also functions with other core muscles to provide trunk stability. So that will be, there's a whole other topic, many other topics actually for future episodes, but those are just some of the main functions of the pelvic floor. Let's go in just a little bit of terminology because there's the whole vulva versus vagina issue. And so I just want to kind of clarify that, that the vulva is everything on the outside. So when we talk to our daughters and we're having them wash between their legs, we're telling them, okay, honey, wash your vulva. That is the lips or the labia, the clitoris, which is at the top, um, the vaginal opening and the urethral opening. So everything on the outside, if you're washing your body down there, that is the vulva. The vagina is the passageway. The vagina connects the outside to the uterus, to the cervix on the inside. So let's just get that, that clarified. If we're talking about the outside, that's not our vagina. If you're putting something inside your body, that is your vagina. Okay, so back to pelvic floor. When there are problems with the coordination, strength, endurance, or flexibility of these muscles and, and fascia and, and tissues, it can show up in a variety of ways and cause pelvic floor dysfunction. So there are some really common symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction for which pelvic floor physical therapy can help. I'm going to just read a long list here. This is by no means an all-inclusive list, but 
it can give you an idea of some of the things if you're if you have anything on this list and you're dealing with it you don't really need to be dealing with it so there's help for you so i'm just going to read it urinary frequency urinary urgency leaking of urine or stool again these are all common symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction painful urination incomplete bladder emptying difficulty starting or maintaining a steady stream of urine, having a urine stream that sprays everywhere, like if you're peeing on yourself, your legs, or you kind of see it going all over in the toilet bowl, needing to push down or bear down to urinate, painful intercourse, pain during or after orgasm, constipation, muscle spasms in the pelvis or the pelvic floor, Incomplete bowel emptyings. You go to the bathroom, but you don't feel like it's out. You just have that feeling of like, uh, I feel like there's something still in there. Pain with bowel movements, needing to push or bear down to move your bowels, feeling of heaviness or bulging in the vagina or rectum, unexplained pain in the abdomen, low back, pelvic area, vagina or rectum, and that's it. Right. So now notice some of these actually can be signs of other medical conditions or other issues. So that's where a pelvic PT will work with your healthcare provider to rule out infections, things like that. So let's jump into the first myth I want to talk about. I hear a lot from my patients, from friends, from people I meet, that they have this belief that sex can be painful and actually painful sex can be normal. Painful sex is not normal. There can be a few different issues that contribute to this. First could be a lubrication issue. So if you are breastfeeding or if you are going through menopause, we don't have as much lubrication at those times due to the hormonal changes and fluctuations. So that can be adding um, lubrication to your your foreplay, lubrication to your intercourse, so and maybe even reapplying. You can use olive oil, coconut oil. If you are going to buy a lubricant, then we recommend glycerin-free, water-based, um, you know, hopefully avoiding things that like parabens and some of the, the chemicals because our vaginal tissue is very sensitive. So we don't need extra junk down there that's going to irritate things. Now, painful intercourse can be from an arousal issue. So maybe you're not having enough foreplay or maybe um, we're not in touch with what really, you know, makes us aroused. So there is such a thing as a sex therapist. Um, There's actually, actually the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors and Therapists. So I will put that information in the show notes where you can find a, a counselor near you. They're such a great, great resource. They work with couples and individuals, partners. They, they're fantastic, a fantastic resource. And I will have one on the podcast in a future episode. So look out for that. Um, and then one of the areas that PTs really can help with is if painful intercourse is coming from tight muscles. Now there may be different reasons why the muscles are tight. So that's something that the pelvic physical therapist can help you figure out. And a very thorough evaluation will help with that. So we'll see, we check the your back range of motion, your hip range of motion, how you're moving your body, your posture, the strength of your muscles 
in your hips and your backs and your glutes and your legs and your pelvic floor. Um, and then an internal evaluation usually is done if the patient is willing. And that gives us good information to see where you perceive pain and where we feel tightness and tension in the muscles. And then we work together to release that tension and learn or teach you how to relax those muscles. So we call it down training or relaxation training. Um, there's a lot of different terms for it, but it's basically learning how to breathe and relax your pelvic floor and get that mobility in the tissues, not only to contract, but to relax and lengthen. It's super, super important. So that's just kind of touching on it a little bit, but the key thing is you do not have to suffer in silence. And I have had many patients who did not even suffer in silence. They've had two children. So they've been through every single gynecologist in the practice numerous times and have told everyone that sex hurts and it was never, you know, never comfortable and routinely would just be told to have a glass of wine or just try to relax. I mean, just things that weren't really helpful. Um, so I just wanted to dispel that myth, let everyone know there's help for you. If you are interested in working with a pelvic PT, there are a couple great resources online. So there are two websites I will recommend you check out. One is called womenshealthapta.org. That is the section on women's health of the American Physical Therapy Association. And the other is called pelvicrehab.com. And that is the company that does a lot of our continuing education for physical therapists to go through the extra coursework to be able to do pelvic floor PT. And that's Herman Wallace Institute or Herman and Wallace is the name of the company. So pelvicrehab.com. And I will put even more resources, like I said, in the show notes. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at hello at kumbayalpodcast.com. My pelvic PT uh, website is renewpelvichealth.com. If you are in the Atlanta area and looking for someone, you can check out that website, see if I'm conveniently located for you. And I wish you all well. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and that you learned something. Just a reminder, this podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice or instruction. Please, no action should be taken solely on the contents of this podcast. Please consult with your physician or qualified health professional on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast. The information provided is believed to be accurate based on the most current research and best judgment of myself and the other speakers. However, as the listener, you must be responsible for consulting with your own medical or health professional on any matters raised within. Thank you so much.